thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to My Wife, She Loves That Reprise Cast, the podcast where we're just tying up all the loose ends. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. Hello. Hello. Um, hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? Um, no bits. Okay, Luke, what have you done this week? <laughs> we, we, we let Luke go of his bits. It's not, it's not his Listen, podcast I, I, right I now. I do it if I'm feeling it. I wasn't feeling it this time. No, that's completely fair. <laughs> Uh, what have I been doing? I've been playing so much fucking Persona 4. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Pointing and laughing. Uh, <laughs> I'm a fucking mess. I'm like halfway through it. I You're got, allowed to play Persona 4. I don't know if I am, but I am. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. No, we're giving you a pass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, listen, there's just a very satisfying little mechanical loop in those games and once you get in them it, it, you, you're just in them yeah yeah got i got risei kujikawa on my party now doing cool. my uh doing my scouting my my and my analysis she's an idol she is a pop idol uh she's she's out there finding all the weaknesses in the enemies except no they always act like the analyst character is doing shit for you and they're just not they aren't yeah they're not they're tracking what I figured out, but they're not helping me figure out the weaknesses. No, they don't just tell you. No, I gotta waste my precious SP figuring that shit out. Then I gotta pay this fox to restore my SP, and he... Boy, that fox really puts you over a barrel. But he's a fox. He, he has a mysterious fox with a little heart bib, and he wants, like, 60,000 yen to refill your SP. And you should give it to him. And every time you rank up your social link with the fox, it says that he'll give you a discount from now on. I think he must just also be raising his prices along with giving me a discount, so it just equals out. Hmm. It, yep, yep. I don't feel like I'm getting a discount, fox. Yeah. But, you know, fun, fun video game. Um, easier than I remember it being, but that's fine. No, no complaints. Yeah, well, it's you. You were saying last week how you know what is kind of coming up. I know what's coming up. I've, I've beaten multiples of these games at this point. You know. Yeah. 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 Um, I also did download the demo for uh, the RE4 remake. Did you mess with that at all, Molly? I have not because I didn't know where to get it, so I just stopped looking. I was like, I'm just gonna play that. Like, I know I'm gonna play it anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the beginning of the game from like. They skip the intro cutscenes, uh, and then just dump you out, and like it's the whole bit of like walking up to the house and the guys in there. Yeah, and then like it's probably the same thing that I got on my uh, like a GameCube demo disc. Almost certainly, yeah. Up, up through like the village encounter at the beginning yeah. of the game. Yeah, um, which I did not play a ton of it. I'll say, I I replayed the village sequence on the original RE4, and, you know, I've played that game a million times, so I could just, like, sleepwalk through it. Yep. Um, I fucked up because I was trying to get both the chainsaw guys, but I killed too many normal zombies and triggered the end of the of the sequence Aww. before I could kill them. <laughs> Hate to see it. I was too good at the video game. Yeah. Uh, the new one, I was, I died twice and then got to the point of, like, 
uh, where you are, Molly, I was like, I'm gonna play this full thing in a week. I'm just gonna set this down for now. But like, yeah, it's it's neat. It's, it sounded um, like it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's they did a good job with it. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah, I mean, every listen, everybody likes the two and three remakes, yeah, basically. Yeah. So I I'm not surprised. I feel like the biggest uh, every criticism of them is just a criticism someone has of the older games. And also, like, they don't need to remake these, and that's well, no. true, but it's yes. kind of cool. That I, I think it's cool sometimes, but, you know, that's yeah. also it just my animal brain that wants the new thing. I balk when th- these remakes get talked about, or, or, like, any remakes get talked about, like, oh, you know, that stupid old piece of shit you used to like was just the shadow that this game from the future was casting on the wall of your cave, you fucking idiot. Like yeah, th- now we can finally says, make the video game that everyone thought we were making before. Like no, the, the whole games are fine; they're good. If anybody says that uh, they needed to remake Resident Evil Four, they right. could fuck off. Simply There's wrong. No fucking way. No, that game's still but great. I, that game is still incredible. Uh, but you know, some people, some people don't have any taste. So it does control a lot more fluidly now, and I was really like at war with myself over that because I'm like, on one hand, like. Well, it just objectively feels better, but maybe it shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they should have made it tank controls, coward. It's like tank-ish. It's got a little sprinkle of tank in there. I mean, you've played the okay. R2 remake, right? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I think I finished yeah. the first route. It's it's. I haven't played that game since it came out, but it's it's about the same as that, I think. Okay. Um, except I've seen that there are parry mechanics with the knife. Yeah. I I did see that he still says, uh, "Did everyone is everyone going to bingo?" They, yeah, he does say, "Where's everyone going bingo?" Thank God. They fucking took out Ramon Salazar's tricorn hat. Which I know I'm I'm really pissed mm. off about the Ramon design. Why Salazar? How he's dare a you. funny little Napoleon guy. Why would you take that away from him? Stupid. They better have the fucking typo. What he says, your right hand comes off. That's the that's the final straw. If they don't got that typo in there, where he says, I mean, "You are right hand comes off." I don't think they're going to fucking uh, have that line at all. I don't <sighs> think they're brave enough. I, if they get words, everyone going bingo. They might. Yeah, maybe, but I need I Leo. Just I just don't I need, trust him. I need Leon calling people, bro. I need. <laughs> I need all I the need stupid Mike. dialogue. Yeah. Oh. Oh, if Mike's not in it. Oh. <laughs> That's I, my friend Mike. I will say they did. They skip all the opening stuff with, like, the cops. But they do have, like, the backstory stuff. You know, where, like, yeah. Leon's in the back of the car. And be like, I was in an incident in Raccoon City. But they expand on that and go into, like... I, I entered a secret training program for the U.S. government. And there's, like, a, a flashback of him, like training knife fighting with Krauser. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, no, he's just a guy. <laughs> Don't see Krauser early. <laughs> I want to be completely like befuddled when they act like I should know who he is later. The funny thing about Krauser is I didn't play Resident Evil 1 through 3, so I was like, of course. Yeah. I, I should know this guy, but I don't. Right, and I then the finding out that he was not Obviously, a this must be a guy from the older <laughs> games, and this is a like, shocking reveal that he's alive. Resident Evil 4 is so fucking good. Dude. Oh, what a good game. <laughs> uh, did you see Scene, Ashley? Yes, I did. Yeah, did you- <laughs> Rules. Yes, I will pay 10 extra dollars for these stupid costumes. You got me. Yeah, I think I was also going to. I'll fucking do it. Asshole. If I was a, a teenager in 2004 
as a girl. Yeah. That is exactly how I would look at you. <laughs> Damn, they got your ass. Are you also I'm, the president's daughter? No. Oh, okay. I, I'm not related to that Disney movie. <laughs> oh, you you were you don't want to date Will for Dill. Not not especially. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I wouldn't either. Yeah. That Molly, I'm just gonna say that was a crazy poll. <laughs> no, Mo- Molly. I want you to know I was also thinking about my date with the president's daughter. <laughs> I thought that's what you would th- I thought that was the joke. No, that was the joke, but I'm just surprised that you could pull the actor's name. <laughs> well, yeah, that is His impressive. name is Will Fredill. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, speaking of spending money on stupid things, I did also buy, um, well, I bought it a while ago, but it finally showed up. It was on back order. You know how, like, modern joysticks and controllers, they're they're always drifting? Yeah. And it was like, oh, it was a big deal with, like, the Switch, but then it turns out, like, a little PlayStation's doing it, too, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I I read, I was suckered in by some tweets about, like, well, don't, you know, there's a different way of building a joystick using something called the Hall Effect. It's how, like, Dreamcast controllers work, and those sticks, like, physically, the physics of it, it can't drift, ever. And that's why we've built these uh, bespoke Switch Joy-Cons shaped like a GameCube controller cut in half. That's kind of sick. I Yeah, it's pretty all right. They made it a little beefier so they can make like the D-pad and C-stick bigger. Yeah. It's kind of all right. That sounds good. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I, I did, would, Listen, I would do anything to never have to touch a Joy-Con again. They do add a lot of bulk when you like try to use them in handheld mode. They're very That's, light, like not weight-wise, but it's just huge. It's like yeah. playing with the fucking PS2 keyboard controller. That's fine, because I play yeah. a Steam Deck sometimes. Like, it, Yeah, that's true. I, I that's am true. not... Uh, I'm not intimidated by that anymore right right so steam deck is a nice piece of hardware yeah seems it uh anyway steams it (laughs) so true uh yeah i think that's about it for me okay ashley what you been up to uh so i i started a minecraft world okay yeah just because i was fucking out with that always fun walk yeah, always fun. Walking around and just going like, oh, my Minecraft. Uh, I I watched some movies. Uh, I went on a, a bit of a Oz kick. I see. Uh, and by that, I did not watch the original Wizard of Oz. <laughs> no, why would you do that? Don't be no, ridiculous. of course. Uh, I watched uh, three episodes that they turned into a movie of a Wizard of Oz anime. Okay. Uh, that I thought it was the story of Ozma of Oz, because the thing that I got was called Ozma of Oz. Sure. But in fact, it is not. Oh. <laughs> uh, in fact, it is pulling from the same uh, story t- that Return to Oz is about. Uh, so then I also watched Return to Oz. Sure, the fucking... A nightmare of a children's movie. The, the <laughs> that Sam you did Raimi give four and a half stars. Yes. <laughs> no, uh... Uh... The Sam Raimi one is, I just, I think called, like, the... the oh, Oz the Great and Powerful. Oz the Great and Powerful. Return to Oz is a Disney-produced, uh, like, 80s that is kind of combining the second and third Oz books, which I, like, read a lot as a kid and, like, 
am kind of a freak for. Mm. Uh, and Return to Oz has so, it's closer to the tone of the books, which means it's probably like not okay for kids. Sure. <laughs> Because, like, these were kids' books in, like, 1910 where, like, one out of three kids are going to die. Right, and also they were, like, a yeah. complicated allegory for the silver standard. I don't care about any of that <laughs> shit. I just... <laughs> uh, and so... The lie is William Jennings Bryant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this movie has a character who is an evil witch who decapitates people and then saves their head that she wears, like, different, like, you know, different heads every day. Okay. And she has a hall of heads uh, that at one point... I love that Image uh, all, Giant song. <laughs> yeah, I believe it's named after the... Great. <laughs> uh, they all, at one point, they all just start screaming. Good. Yeah, uh... There's a lot of really weird stop motion. Uh, there's a little robot guy named TikTok. Uh, and uh, none of your favorites, except Dorothy, are uh, from the original Wizard of Oz, are back. Because mm-hmm. uh, they've all been uh, transformed into statues. I see. Uh, also, Dorothy is going to get electroshock therapy. Uh, because she won't stop talking about Oz. Mm-hmm. And her parents think that she's gone insane, so they're going to shock her brain until she stops. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Four and a half stars. (laughs) It was one of those, like, reviews where I'm like, now this movie isn't this, actually this good. But I love it. (laughs) You said, but isn't it, though? Yeah, uh, I watched... uh, It sounds like the movie Tim Burton thought he was making when he had to make Alice in Wonderland. Kinda, yeah. And then Sam Raimi, they were like, make that Alice in Wonderland, but for Oz. Right. And Sam Raimi made a really disappointing movie with James Franco. Yeah. And we were all like, oh. (laughs) What what movie was that? Uh, Oz the Great and Powerful. Oz the Great and Powerful. Oh. And we were all like, like, you kind of lost it, huh? I forgot that was even a thing. You know, they... Many people did. They can't all be winners. (laughs) Yeah, not like the Multiverse of Madness. No, a perfect Lord. film. Uh, I also watched a movie that Dr. Seuss uh, wrote and designed. Oh. Uh, called The 5,000 Fingers of Dr. T. Okay. Cool name. Uh, yeah, where a uh, little boy dreams that his piano teacher is an evil dictator. Let's see. Uh, who is kidnapping boys to play his 5,000 key piano. Huh. Hmm. Uh, it, it's kind of this weird thing where it's like I found out that if you tr- translate all of Dr. Seuss's drawings like directly to film, mm-hmm. it comes out looking like weird German expressionism. It looks like Cabinet Dr. Caligari or something. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched an old movie called Morocco, which is uh. Notable for having the first uh, female-female kiss on screen. Mm. Uh, the movie was not that good to, uh, beyond that. That's a shame. Yeah, it, I, I kind of felt like and we've kind of encountered some of this with, like, uh, Columbo 
uh, like some of the actresses of that were like, I feel like to really love that movie, you have to be one that's like the grace and poise unmatched of, <laughs> uh-huh. and like post like a lot of like glamour shots of this actress. So you're and, saying like, you need to be like a haze coat guy. Not exactly, but kind of. Uh, you like need to like have that sense about you where people like are going to say, "Just be horny, my guy." It's way less creepier. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you talking about like the beautiful form of this woman is like way weirder. Right. Right. Uh, and then I've been playing some Sea of Thieves season. The new season starting soon. I'm ready to go. When, when you hear this, Ashley will be six weeks deep into the new season. <laughs> Just by playtime alone. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they're, they're doing all of... Uh, they're doing a bunch of scaling, so it'll be better for single-player people like me. Nice. That's nice. So I'm excited. Uh, but other than that, I've just been chilling. Molly... Uh, I have also been chilling. Um, watch some more Justified. Um, that you, you did Oliphant. just tweet out Timothy Oliphant's cum gutters in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me, there were also five question marks. <laughs> he got up out of the bed and he wasn't wearing a shirt, and I thought he was, and I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> it hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh-huh. Uh, I personally, I don't think I should be held responsible for that kind of tweeting while I'm watching <laughs> Justified, but you know that's fine. Um, yeah, so yeah, there was there was that. I'm watching that. Um, I started playing the journal game for this month, which is the Return of the Oberdin. Yeah, that's basically how I'm feeling about it. Yeah, good fucking video game, Molly. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to solve all of these without some help. Me and Press are playing it together. Yeah. Uh, but, oh boy, that's a fucking video game right I had there. To, like, I, I got down to, like, the last three or four and had to brute force them because... And I had, like, looked up later, how are you supposed to figure it out? I'm like, well, I never would have gotten that. Yeah. Uh, we're, we've we've solved 21, which feels pretty good. Yeah. Um, how many are there total? 40? 60. 60. Gee. Yeah. A lot of folks on that boat. A lot of folks on that. Not boat, anymore. Yeah. No, there's yeah, it's pretty empty now. Not since the uh, circumstances. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to talk it, about the details uh, within the overdone. Really, it was really great hearing uh, Molly and Pris and like having the door open so I could just like see and, like, oh, you got to that part. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the music uh, in that game is so fucking good. Oh, it's so good. I, I, like, it also just has, like, such a striking visual style. It looks great. And yeah. then I just wasn't expecting to be as bowled over as I am by, like, the sound design and the music. It's all right. so good. Man, I, I, I still remember half the answers to that. I might need to boot it up just to walk around on that boat some more and hear that music. Yeah, man. So, yeah, we're, we're 21 the- uh, murders deep. Yeah, the music when you like are taking out the compass and it goes like, dun, 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 dun. yeah, yes, yeah, uh, the, the, like the strings. It's yeah, it's just good shit. Because like it's dead quiet on the present boat, and then you go into the past and you just get like the blah blah. It's like, oh god, what's going on? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh that. Oh okay. That. Sure. Oh, that. Yeah. Uh huh. Real. Yeah. So, it's it's all uh, fair. You know. But. Oh boy, I thought this was a normal murder boat. This. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it is. Oh. Uh, it is not. 
on there, there were some circumstances and happenings on this ship. A lot of things happened. A lot um, of occurrences. Which I'm really events. happy about. I knew about some of them. Yeah. Um, mostly about like the first main um, supernatural thing you come across. The biggin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the biggin. Not the rest of them, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that, that game has a few moments where you go, oh, it's like this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to detail what I found because I think we found all of the like memories we have access to at this point because like the storm started back up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're just doing a lot of like backtracking and double checking things and all that right now. But uh, and I, I'm not going to detail about what those things are because I think it's cool enough that people should just go play Return of the Oberdin. Yeah, uh, yeah. and and just see it because it's really something. Even if you don't like solve all the murders or whatever, like just going through that game. Uh, is yeah. is a bit of an adventure on its own, so it's it's really I, cool. yeah. That that's a game I always try to sell people on, like who yeah. normally wouldn't do it. And I usually I just have to play like the opening where you solve those like first couple of the first yeah. murders, easy three like, ones that give you like the story hook, and then it immediately pivots to the biggin. And they'll like by the end of that they're like okay like yeah 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 um yeah super cool just one of the um, coolest games. Yeah, extremely cool. So uh, we'll we'll talk about it more on Journal, of course. The thing um, is that I think solving murders might be the most fun thing you can do in a video game. It's it's up there. It's like I, jumping, I, shooting, solving murders. Those are the big three. Yeah. Um. The <laughs> other one, uh, to me, is performing an autopsy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what did I play recently where you have to perform an autopsy? I did Disco Elysium, and then there was another one where I was like, God damn, dude, video games. But yeah. I don't remember what it is at that at this exact moment. RE8 has that like mannequin doll you have to do a weird simulacrum oh, of an autopsy on. That part of RE8 is the most legitimately scary thing in those games that I've encountered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the rest yeah. of that game, not that scary. <laughs> no, but that part is and then for scary a while, I was like, Hey, you remember Amnesia? What if we made it? What if we made that one? And they're like, okay, just kidding, though. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, now, now go fight this fish man. <laughs> yeah, go fight the fish man. <laughs> yeah. The fish uh, man so who yeah, loves his that, mom. <laughs> I um, I think I'm getting close to being done with Wild Hearts. Um, yeah. Ha- still had a lot of fun with it, but um, I'm at, like, the end of the um, upgrade trees. And, like, I can do some, like, optional really hard stuff. But I, I think the, the moment has passed at this point, And that's fine. I got a lot out of it. Um, I was going to try Wolong. It is on Game Pass, uh, yeah. but I downloaded it and I just keep looking at it like, eh, I don't feel like <laughs> booting this up right now. Sure. I've also um, heard it is a very long game. Yeah. It's a Wolong game. Wolong I, game, I yeah. don't want, yeah, Wolong game. I don't want to um, start anything before Resident Evil because I know I'm just going to stop and start yeah, playing that yeah. instead. I'm, meanwhile, I'm on a clock to see if I can beat Persona 4 before Resident Evil comes out. I think you have enough time. I honestly think I might be able to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, I think that is basically. You Terminator. Oh, right. I watched Terminator Dark Fate. That's a fun fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I had a lot of fun with that movie. And I remember people like, really? And I'm like, it's just a good time. Yeah. Like, I I don't know people what you People fight want. Terminator. So that's all I wanted from it. <laughs> yeah. It, you fight the Terminator. Um, Arnold's there. Uh, one of the what just what a, a human gem, what a man. Yeah, I I've talked about it before with you, but like it kind of like you know, growing up with the pop culture of Arnold's, 
it was like kind of surprising to me. Like, oh, he is like actually good at this, right? Yeah, I, I think he's not just like a huge body. Yeah, he's he's a good actor. Uh, yeah. He's just you know he has a very specific skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank God the Terminator is the perfect use of that skill set. So <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think there's been one that he's been in that I thought was like really bad. Like, yeah. it, it he just he brings it up a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know why people. I was I was ranking it on Letterboxd, and it has like an average of like two stars. And I'm like, really? But I I just think everybody needs to have a little more fun. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, I I think people want what Terminator 2 made them feel the first time they watched it, and that's just not going to happen. Gonna happen. We don't, they don't make movies like that anymore. Also, you're also. not, you know, 11 anymore. Yes, and also you're not 11 anymore. Yeah. Um, They're never going to find a kid that can, like, pull that off also. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of ridiculous that Terminator 2 does work. It. Yeah, it, it shouldn't. shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, like, that kid character... Like, destroyed, like, kids in movies for the next, like, 20 years. It's like they made uh, this awesome, like, sci-fi horror action movie and said, okay, but what if we, what if we sprinkled in just the right amount of, like, the Goonies into it and somehow we nailed the recipe? (laughs) What if we made the killer robot best friends with the little kid? What if it was, like, you know, Mac and me? What if that was a good movie? (laughs) God. That's E.T., Luke. That's... Well, Mac is big. Is he not? He's, is Mac he's big? not that big. You know I've never what? watched Mac and Me, so I am I am closing my eyes and picturing Mac and Me, and what I'm seeing in my head is actually um, Terminator the, uh, is Hellboy, and that's the different guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's a different I, I, guy. Yeah, what, yeah. What you're thinking? Oh what yeah, you're thinking? Mac. The titular Mac looks nothing like Hellboy. No, I don't know where that um, one came from. No, what what you're thinking of, Luke, is Psycho Goreman, uh, that like recent one where it was like, what if ET, but ET was like a galaxy conquering like warrior. I'll say, I in my mind palace, the poster for Mac and Me is a is a creature that looks a lot like Hellboy with a little kid he's given a piggyback ride to, <laughs> and I don't know what again, that's, I don't know what that image comes from. I'm just, yeah, your mind. Yeah, clearly. Um, I meant that more in an astonished way. Right. The, the incredible mind of Luke Varner. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, also the Poker Face finale was good, but like, I don't know why they did that. So. Oh, what? Wait, which part? I, they just kind of like reset the show. Oh, sure. Yeah. It just it just in a bizarre way that they didn't have to do. A little bit. Where someone gives it like, hey, now I'm Ron Perlman. Yes, now I'm Ron Perlman. <laughs> also, kind of a waste of Ron Perlman. Little bit of a waste of Ron Perlman. I was I was a little sad. I mean, I assume fun. it was just like because what Lily's in the first episode is just from this episode. I assume it was yes. just, hey, less a waste of Ron Perlman and hey, we can get Ron Perlman for one whole episode of this. Yeah. Um so he he was great. I thought all of his parts love, were incredible. I love to see Ron Perlman. I love to see Ron Perlman. You know? He's a oh. cool guy who looks like a cinder block came to life. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. He's a face hewn from granite. Yeah. <laughs> it's why... It looks like he like, shouldn't be able to move, and yet he does. It's why it's so good Like with him as Hellboy. Right. Because... <laughs> oh, like Mac and me. 
Yeah, because it's just a strong foundation to build makeup on top right, of. That's right, that's so true. Um, last thing being back to back to uh, the last Terminator movie. Um, the the part where um Arnold, who is playing a Terminator who has become a family man, sure, <clears throat> uh, it is running a very successful drapes business is just. I don't think you could make something funnier than that. That's pretty good. How? What were? And what was the volume of the drapes? The volume of the drapes? Like how loud were they? How were they silent? Uh, you know, I'm not sure, okay. but I think he and Nadine could talk. <laughs> was he one of Nadine's suppliers? <laughs> almost, almost. A sh- well, no, he's in Texas. Okay. Um, there, there's just a like a full minute long scene where he is explaining how he told this man what drapes to buy for his daughter's birthday. I mean, this and sounds like just, a pretty good movie. It's pretty, Luke, it's pretty fucking good. Like, it I've, drags a little bit in the middle. It takes a little too long to get to Arnold, but it's pretty fucking good. I haven't seen a Terminator movie since uh, Judgment Day. No, not Judgment Day. No, what's that's the, two. What's the bad one? Salvation. Salvation. That's the last one I've seen. Yeah. That movie is dog shit. Yeah. I, I like the the sledgehammer fight in Dark Fate. Yes, like in the like in the car plant. I will say, uh, I think Dark Fate had the most yos per like ten minutes in out of yeah. out of the Terminator movies. Uh, just because they just keep doing shit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, d- d- I may make a definitive Terminator ranking one day, but you know, it's Terminator Two still Terminator Two. So, right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, what can you do? He, he um, says, "I know why you cry," and then gives a thumbs up from the lava. Like, what? What? Yeah, he, like, what do you want from me? <laughs> what else? Like, can, like, yeah, there's nowhere to go but down. Yeah, fuck into that lava. Into the lava. Um, I am a little sad that they did not like follow up Genesis at all because I I liked what they were doing. Yeah, um, and I thought Amelia Clark was a fun like alternate Sarah Connor. Right. Um, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I think the problem is no yeah. one else liked what they were doing with Genesis. I thought it was fun. I don't know. They, they needed your ticket back at the time. Yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't smoking weed yet. You have to go back in time and save <laughs> Terminator <laughs> Genesis. Yeah, but then I wouldn't have Dark Fate. That's true. You know, it's... it's yeah, all also, depends. Like... The, the series kind of goes back and forth on whether Judgment Day can be averted. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess it kind of well, does. Because it... Two, it's we've averted it, we've saved them all. But then in three, it's actually we've just caused it by saving it. It's basically whenever they need a new sequel, that is right. a surprise. We, you can't. Yeah. yeah, I I do think the core like foundation of the Terminator sequels being you can't stop Judgment Day because there's always some dumb fuck pushing AI. Right, uh, is just really ringing true right now. So I mean, yeah, true. <laughs> so it you know it hits. Anyway, do you guys want to talk about this uh, Columbo episode? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good episode of Columbo. Pretty fucking good episode of Columbo. Yeah. I had a lot of fun here. Yeah, one of the better Columbos thus far. Yeah, I I would say top three, maybe. Yeah, uh, a, maybe not top three. It, uh, maybe. It might be top three. Might be top three. I, I think from what we've seen, now that we're through the first season, I would call um the one with the private eye number one of the bullet. So far. Yes, I think so. And then probably Prescription Murder, and I might put this at three. Yeah, I think number three is fighting between this and the Art Critic for me. Yeah, the Art Critic one's pretty fucking good. The anyway, Art Critic one kind of yeah. sags in the middle, though. This one might beat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I I also love the the uh the book the art the art uh, author one. That one's also good. It's it's like a oh, half yeah, that, step yeah. down, but yeah, for for me at yeah. least. But yeah, it's it's not a bad episode, but it is not a great episode. Right. I, yeah. Like I know there's I I know Molly. I think you disagree with this. I don't think there's been a bad episode. There's been some where I'm like, eh. But you know, I I've not been fully thumbs down on bad. any of them. I think the gaslighting one is capital B bad. That's the one I come closest on calling bad, but I still and had fun with it. I think I've softened a little bit since last week uh, on on that one. Um, but that guy's dick right. and balls is still ruining my life. You you, you softened in the past <laughs> week, unlike that man's dick and unlike balls trapped man's in dick and balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, uh, it's it's the, the thing. I I was talking to people about it, and like I I think the point of a cop show is for a cop to build a case against a guy and then arrest him. But sure, I so just think it, sometimes Columbo prefers to just drive a man to have a mental breakdown. Yeah, and that's, and that's good fun. enough for him. <laughs> yeah, and that's fun. Like, don't even listen. That part is great, but yeah. yeah. There's some really good elements of Columbo as a little sprite in this one. Yeah. But also there is There's a lot of There's just a good... scene where somebody says Columbo and then he appears. <laughs> <laughs> like he's fucking Beetlejuice. <laughs> it's so funny. Do you think he lives in that little model city from the beginning? I hope so. <laughs> well, I hope not, actually, because it got destroyed. Uh. Where would his home be? <laughs> yeah, that's that's where we start. Is a man in a big old <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, you know, ten gallon hat. I, shows I up. gotta tell you, the first like thirty <laughs> seconds of this episode are a hard sell. You know, here's the thing about TV and, and movies, just all kind of media from the seventies. They had a grasp of like nuance and subtlety that I think we've lost in the intervening decades. Like they. They're so gentle and, like, implicit in making you understand that this man is Texan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's, you know, media these days, you might not even put this guy in a 10-gallon hat and a, uh, like, embroidered jacket with, like, do you know what I'm talking You see the thing on his back that kind of looks like those yeah. cowboy uh, button-downs? You might not wheel, weld six shooters to the doors of his car. <laughs> Insane. It's just. <laughs> I love it. Did you guys notice that sometimes the six shooter on the driver's door is there and sometimes it's not? Yeah, they forget it sometimes. Yeah. It's so. Yeah. I, I, guys, just make the prop. <laughs> I feel like it's a magnet that they've like. Yeah, yeah magnet like probably just glued on or something. Removable. Yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah. It <laughs> made me laugh every time they forgot. Yep. Uh, it is amazing that this guy does not have. The fucking, like, steer horn on the front of his car. <laughs> well, oh, that'd yeah. be just ostentatious. Well, because he's got the cowboy on the front yeah. of his car. He, he, he has a right. different thing. Uh-huh. Uh, he but, did yeah, put the ornament there. We, the opening credits haven't even finished, and we know two things about this man. He's Texan, and he's angry. He's big <laughs> mad. Uh, he is. He has gone to Mr. Williamson's office, and he is... Dis- or, excuse me, uh, he he's is Mr. Mr. Williamson. Yeah, Sorry. this is Mr. Markham, I think. Yeah, Mr. Markham. Yeah. Um, he is. He is a. Uh, is it architect? Would you call yeah, this an he's architect? An architect? Yeah, architect. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Mr. Markham's an architect, and uh, Mr. Williamson Bo. Yeah. Uh, is the uh, the money? Yes. Yeah, or he he has commissioned him uh, previously. 
right. at the very least. But I don't now know at this point, Mr. Williamson's it. wife is colluding behind his back with Mr. Markham. Yes. To build a new city in the heart of L.A. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what what the fuck? <laughs> it's like I he's guess... building, like, like Disneyland, but the way that, like, Walt Disney wanted Disneyland to be, like... Well, yeah, like, I... This is, like, the only thing I can think of is that, like, this idea of, like, we need to build, like, a future city. Right. Was, like, somewhat popular at the time. Right, Uh (laughs) uh-huh. It's just also, it never works because it's, it's fucking bonkers thing to think and do. Mr. Markham wants to make Bioshock Texas and Mr. Williamson won't let him. (laughs) (laughs) I I think if Mr. Markham left, uh, like, uh, led with Bioshock Texas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he would have been all aboard. Yeah, instead of the electric plasmid, you just have a cattle prod. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Instead so- of bees, you just uh summon angry bulls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they'd be crawling around in your hand. Yeah, uh huh. You just have Ugh. a whole bull yeah. explode out of your arm. Bioshock is unpleasant <laughs> <laughs> in many ways. Yeah, another yeah. way. Anyway. Um, so, Mr. Williamson is going down to the site of a new building that Mr. Markham is building. Well, first he ruins um, Mr. Markham's fancy model of the new city. He does ruin the fancy model first. Uh, the, the secretary, like, doesn't try and stop him going in, which I understand. That's not her job. But he right. goes in yeah. there and he's, like, looking at the twice city. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's looking at the city. She's like, it's marvelous. Isn't he? He's like, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, and then, um, yeah, so he takes off to go find Mr. Markham. Uh, and they have a long argument about uh, whether or not uh, Mr. Markham is spending Mr. Williamson's money, uh, and right. he's mad about it. And he's mad about yeah. it, and he hates his wife about it. I love Mr. Markham is just like, no, you don't understand, Bo. That we're going to make you immortal in this. You will have a legacy that outlives any of us. He's like, I don't give a fuck about that. I just want my money. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I don't fucking care about my legacy. I care about my wallet, asshole. And he's like, wow, you really are a piece of shit, aren't you? And it's like, actually, it's kind of like almost refreshing. Yeah, at least he's <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of like rich guys are trying to cement their legacy. And I appreciate that this guy is just like, no, I'm, I'm good being just rich. Right. Yeah. I'm not trying to go to Mars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, he. Th- this is when he decides, he's like, you would like it better if I was dead. And he's like, oh, you know what? you say that yeah i think i might do that yeah well guess what idiot even if you did kill me all my money goes into a trust and my wife can't touch it so yeah eat my ass (laughs) yeah so um and the guy's like i will eat your ass (laughs) yeah he goes hey commission me to uh design your burial vault would you and he's like oh you'd like that wouldn't you to see me dead and he's like i'm going to do that yes and i am going to bury you in this house i'm building (laughs) Or in this in this very large building I, I I'm constructing. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, it's a weird thing to say. All right, I'm gonna go now. Uh, yeah, like Bo sucks because of course he does. Right, it's, yeah. a, it's another very let them fight situation, but <laughs> uh, but like yeah, it is like I would probably want to be uh, co- contacted before right someone was like, we're gonna build a city yes, with your money. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because uh, the other part of this is that Bo is a world traveler, and of course, once someone is in Europe, you cannot contact them. It's simply impossible. Well, th- that did hit me multiple times over this episode, because I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, no, I mean, if he didn't leave a number, how are you ever supposed to find him? 
Yeah, I don't know how you would track him down. There's how many hotels in... He says he was in France. How many hotels are in Paris? Like, do you know yeah. where he's staying? Maybe not. And if not, you probably can't find him. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Mister Markham goes back to the office, realizes his shit is smashed. He's like, oh, I'm going to kill him for real, for real. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, he that, was that's really before, what does but it. now that he sees the ruined model, now he's livid. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, he came over here, and he's he's like, no, 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 it's fine. And, and the the secretary's like, I I tried to stop him, and he's like, no, you know what? Don't worry about it. Uh, call his wife, uh, you know, see if you can get a hold of her. And oh, you can't? Okay, great. I'm gonna go do a murder. No, his wife has yeah. been sent to a health farm. A health farm. <laughs> yeah, and you could just hear the contempt in the writer in the writer's voices, <laughs> right? Of health farm, right? His, his wife is spending some time with Dr. Kellogg getting yogurt shoved up her ass or whatever rich people had done in the 70s. <laughs> yeah. I think that was like the 1870s, well, yeah, but yeah. But you know, that, that's the legacy of it. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised, I guess, if she was getting yogurt shoved up her ass. I mm-hmm. guess I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if I heard the words yogurt enema. That makes sense. <laughs> if Gwen, if Gwyneth Paltrow was doing yogurt enemas right, right now, I'd I would be, be like, like yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow is basically just the John Harvey Kellogg of today. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, she should make a breakfast cereal. <laughs> uh, except uh, all the like crime she does against vaginas is not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> right, she's not trying to maim your genitals. <laughs> It just happens because of everything else. Right. Anyway, uh, yeah, Bo has a horse track with, like, a jockey training up his new horse. Yeah. Well, apparently we're being sued by Gwyneth Paltrow oh. and the goop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gwyneth Paltrow, sue me. See if I give a fuck. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's at the race track. I'm like, that's a good-ass horse. Yeah, love that horse. More than my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he uh, he goes to get back in his car after being in his at the track, and then he gets in the car, and who is in the back seat? But uh, Mr. Markham. This was a really cool shot. I love this shot. Yes. He gets in the car, and you don't see that Markham behind him until he leans down to like turn the ignition. Yes, and then you see yeah. him back there. It's like yo. Yeah, really well done. Because at this point, I, I was like kind of unsure who was gonna die. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. one of them's gonna kill the other, but I am I, I'm not positive which way it's going. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this episode is directed by Peter Falk. Oh, Peter interesting. Falk is crushing it, my man. Yeah. One yeah. of the better directors of Columbo, I'd say. Yeah, like up there with Steven Spielberg. Has a little bit of like panache to it without being like overly showy, like some of them have been. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but. No ridiculous editing. There's right. a little bit of yeah. ridiculous music, but I, you know, I don't know if that's on him. Right. But part it, it also just kind of plays into what this is. Right. The music becomes yeah. part of the mystery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I also know that he found having to both act and uh, direct to be extremely difficult. It sounds hard. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, um, so yeah, he gets murdered. He, uh, goes into the, so I was also like, did he kill him already? Like, right. I know he went in there with the guy, but I don't know if he's got him like tied up in the trunk of his car or, um, but no, he, he kills, uh, Mr. Williamson and leaves him in the equipment shed down at the stables yeah. that he has yeah. his horses at. 
Um, which uh, is a place Mr. that nobody is going to look. Nope. Yeah. Mr. Williamson is also like, you know, I could kill you. The guy's like, yeah, but I will. Yeah, but I could also <laughs> yeah. kill you. Yeah, but I'm holding the gun, so, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, so uh, Markham drives the uh, car back to, or drives Mr. Williamson's car specifically back yeah. to uh, Mr. Williamson's place. Back to Williamson Ranch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goes inside, sees there's nobody home because he took the uh, he took Mr. Williamson's keys, so there's no sign of forced entry. Right. Gets in there, uh, goes upstairs. He, Mr. Williamson, had just gotten back from a trip, um, so all of his stuff is kind of still in that suitcase up there. So he just goes ahead, repacks it, throws it in the car. Yep. Um, and then drives it down to the airport. Yeah, and uh, he might have gotten away with this if only he just he uh, just just drive in silence. I, oh, it's, I I kind of love this clue. This oh, is a cool so clue. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I love the scene of Columbo figuring it out. Like, right. Like, you get to see, like, it bothering him in real time. It yeah, makes it, perfect sense, but it's also the kind of clue that only Columbo would ever think about. Yes, absolutely. Like, you know, because yeah. anybody could just change a radio station, you know? But, like, right. why is it weird that he did that? And then I think he is thinking about it, but then when he talks to... I don't remember if it was Goldie or his current wife, um, and when she explains, like, no, he only listens to country music. You cannot get him to listen to anything else is when he goes, oh, I see. Okay. Well, that and yes. when he sees that this guy has a bunch of classical records yes. in his office. Oh, it's so yes. good. <laughs> Fucking rocks. But yeah, like this was one where, like, we've talked about in a lot of like recent stuff uh, episodes where it's like, oh, this didn't feel like it was a Columbo clue, or it right. didn't feel like, like that feels like a a great Columbo clue where it's like, not something that a lot of people would think of, not right. a lot of people something that people would notice, but like something that like would be like, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. It's not hard evidence. It's like rooted in the psychology of the victim and the killer. And like, yes, wait, this isn't a logical behavior based on what we know about who these people are. So there's there's something else going on here that we don't know. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Um, I was telling Ashley uh, when I got home today, we were talking about it a little bit. I was I was saying that, like, I think part of what. I like about this episode specifically is that Columbo does not figure it out instantly. There's so much going on. It takes time for him to like, think about it, like gather the clues because, and I think part of that is it takes so long for them to confirm that somebody has been murdered. Yeah. That's definitely part of it. And he does like, he knows what happened relatively quickly, but then he has zero proof. Yeah. He has no proof. And like, there's also other red herrings popping up, which I think is really smart in that way. Yeah. Yeah, and and they're good red herrings. They're not like, you know, in a way that's like, oh, that just seems silly. Like, you get the hat, you get, and like the entire play between them of digging the thing up. Yes. Like, is this guy just bluffing or, yeah. God, it's so good. Um, anyway, uh, so we we go to the part where Columbo shows up. He goes down to them. I think they're bre- I don't think they're breaking down or breaking not breaking down breaking ground. Breaking ground. Yeah, they're having some kind uh, of fancy rich people party at the construction site. Yes, um, and Columbo talks with a, a security guard there to yeah. be like, yeah, like I'm I'm a cop. I know I don't look it right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> while wearing a big thing that says security guard on the other guy. He's like, oh, okay, sir, yeah, you go ahead. You you do whatever you want. Yeah, it's also a good episode of Columbo, like, 
ingratiating himself to other people and like part like he gets a bunch of clues because people just like him. Yes. Yeah. That's one of my favorite bits where he has the conversation with the masseuse. With the masseuse yes. and with like the foreman at the construction site. Like, yeah. 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 Um, so he, yeah, he, he goes down there and he's talking to the people at the thing. He ends up talking to, uh, or looking at Mr. Markham. Mr. Markham's like, what the fuck is your, could you not blow that cigar smoke in my face? Okay. Anyway, I'm going to keep doing my little presentation. Right, he's doing a little presentation um, of this model skyscraper in Cologne. She's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh-huh yeah. Hey, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's a terrific model you got there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you built that yourself? Uh, you? What? No, I no. My people made it. I pay people for this. Given how yeah. mad he was about the city model getting destroyed, I'm not convinced he didn't make this himself. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> or, or at least the city model was so important to him that he built it himself. Right. Or I, I think you could also say that this guy, like, just sees that, like, even if he didn't make it himself, like, that's my artwork. No. Yes. Totally. That's, yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he finds, uh, Bo Williamson's wife and is like, Hey, we got a call from a Mrs. Williamson that your husband was missing. And she goes, well, that couldn't be I me. D- I didn't make that call. I didn't make that call. <laughs> oh, it and, must be his crazy old ex-wife. You know, divorced ladies, Lieutenant. Yeah. They're, they're out of their fucking minds. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, uh, they have a little bit of a conversation. Uh, Mr. Markham does not want to talk to Columbo at all. No. Uh, yeah, good, good, like, bit of him trying to be nice, but also, like, please stop talking. Well, it's also, like, it's not, he's not giving the game away by being annoyed with Columbo, because Columbo has no good reason to be here. Yeah, there's no good reason to be here, and this is his party, you know? Right, yeah. I'm trying to sell these rich people on my things so they will buy buildings from me. Right, like, this isn't a crime scene that I'm being way too suspicious about by being annoyed. It's, like, a social gathering that you weren't invited to. Yeah. Um, so, they, uh, they talk about it, he, Miss Williamson is about to, like, let, uh, the Williamson City thing slip, uh, and he's like, hey, 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 hey. We're not done talking about that yet, so don't tell the lieutenant about it. Let's, well, not, yeah, let's uh, not talk about business. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. So um, he, they tell him, like, hey, go check out with his uh, his ex, because that uh, might be... But who. also, that's enough for Columbo to see blood in the water. Oh, yeah, Columbo's yeah, like, something's well, wrong. That guy's definitely a murderer, but I don't know if he did this murder. <laughs> <laughs> He's killed someone. Yeah, he's definitely got bad vibes. <laughs> There's probably uh, a dead body buried under this building. I just don't know if it's the dead body I care about yet. <laughs> yup. Um, and then he goes to visit Goldie, uh, who I love to death. Oh, she's Goldie's great. Goldie's great. What a great, what a great character for a Columbo episode. Like, yeah, after a kind of run of like badly written female characters. Yeah. <laughs> Goldie just fucking kills it. Goldie is Bo Williamson's saucy older ex-wife who's just... Oh, I love her. <laughs> Who is not still in love with Mr. Williamson, but they do still have something going. Right, they're, yeah, They're yeah, clearly yeah. still important to each other, but he wanted to fuck other people, so he went and did that. Right, she's just like, hey, listen, I'm getting older, he wanted a young new thing, I get it, but, you know, we're still deeply close. I you get know, it. As she, long as he pays me the alimony, I don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. I, like I like you know, she's like half my age and twice as pretty. I, you know, even I love her. Yeah. 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 Um. So, 
she she finishes up with her massage and then she's about to be like naked in front of Columbo. <laughs> Just turn around, officer, and then uh she's and he's like, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no problem. And then yeah. she like finishes up and he does not turn back around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a favorite part. And like he's also, she's also like, well, all my friends call me Goldie, and as seeing as we're na- as I'm naked in a room with you, you must be my friend, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, I guess so. Uh, and he and she only calls him lover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just just it's a fun so little affectation. Good. Uh, I also uh, like uh, when the masseuse leaves. Yes. Uh, she says a lot of stuff in Japanese to Columbo, right? Who clearly does not understand, but is trying his darndest. <laughs> and also, he, she says sayonara, and he goes, "Oh, see." Si. Like he's trying to speak <laughs> Spanish. Like, listen, I I don't know Japanese, but I assume any foreign language is going to be closer than English. <laughs> yeah, he's just really he goes, sayonara, see, si. yeah. <laughs> so, um, the, the he goes over there and he talks to Goldie, and Goldie says, "Listen." He did. He, there's no way he left the country because every time before he leaves the country, he calls me and he yeah. did not call me. And like, I can feel it in my spine. Something is wrong here. Which is immediately uh, yeah. a little weird because the, the new wife was like, yeah, he just pops off all the time without telling me. It happens a lot. But, you know, so he's probably fine. Yeah, he's probably fine. No, big deal. Like, no, 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 no. We talk constantly. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the kind of vibe I got is like they like. Goldie and Bo were like actually in love. Yeah. Yes. At some point, and then Bo got super fucking wealthy. Right. And was like, "Well, I can just fuck any bitches I want." Yeah, the, the vibe I got is that Goldie and Bo are were basically still married. It's just he wanted to have sex with someone else, and she's like, "Yeah, okay, your call, bud." <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's the thing. I think she still likes him and just you know doesn't care about the whole situation. Yeah, it's like, yeah you, you know? want to stop fucking? That's fine as long as I'm that's still fine. getting my massages. But like, we're still like very close to one another and like confide in each other. We just don't. Uh, sex isn't part of it anymore. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I I found that deeply interesting to see in this show. Yeah. Um, yeah. But all, like they they basically have an open marriage, but kinda yeah. Except they're di- they, they are divorced, except they're divorced. Yeah. They, yes, they have yeah. an open marriage. Yeah, because yeah, especially for early seventies, late sixties, it's pretty wild. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we cut to the airport where they have the car, uh, and yep. Columbo gets in the car, and this is a pretty long scene, but it's gold. <laughs> I love where- all the cops sitting around bored while Columbo meticulously listens to every cassette. Yes. Yeah, uh, and like, yeah, this was the scene I was talking about earlier where it's like you get some really great Peter Falk acting as you can like see him putting together all of this. Yeah. And like, actually, like, it, it's it's a great moment where Columbo doesn't feel that magical. Right. Where he's like, okay, like, so, like, what is. Blah, 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 blah. And yeah, I think it's just a great piece of acting. Yeah, because the, the punchline here is that, yeah, every single cassette in the car is country music, but the radio is tuned into classical music, and he's like, okay, there's clearly something weird here. Yes. Yeah. It's it's really good. Yeah. Um, so eventually, uh, we, we cut away from that after I do love him, like, conducting the classical music as he thinks in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really love all the cutaways to the other cops. Like, fucking really? God like, damn fucking it, Columbo. <laughs> yeah, it, you also get a good sense of, like, Columbo may be this, like, great genius detective, but also 
like everyone is just like, oh. <laughs> it is the you most st- like because usually you know Columbo's in most of the episodes, but we're like following the killer or the witnesses, and Columbo is like a guy in the scene. This is one of the first times we've really like no Columbo is the POV character of this scene. Yeah, and I kind of love it for that. I yeah, I really yeah. deeply appreciate yeah, it's it. It's nice to get a little taste of that, especially mm-hmm. when like the previous few victims and killers have not been that interesting. Sure. Yes. Um, but I think this whole thing is, is a great setup, but, um, so we go back to, I think this is Goldie's place and the other, uh, his current wife is also there. Right. Or no, 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 no. I think this is Goldie at Bo's place because it's his appointment book is there. Yeah. He has, he has a schedule. It's the same place that we saw when the guy, uh, Mr. Wilkinson, broken yeah yeah um so colombo's looking at the appointment book and sees that tomorrow he is supposed to have an appointment with um dr moss his heart doctor Um, right and the uh his current wife do they give her a first name i'm sure they do but i don't remember it colombo's like oh he had a bad heart huh and she goes well he has a pacemaker and the mere fact that he missed the appointment proves it didn't matter Yes, (laughs) Yes, yeah. <laughs> ma'am. That is not uh, solid logic. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Goldie goes. No, that's stupid. He needs to go to the doctor. Why right. would he leave when he has an appointment tomorrow? Yeah. He probably came back because he has an appointment tomorrow. Yeah. Uh. The the new wife's name is Jennifer. Okay. Jennifer, okay. I'll, I will do my best to remember that, but no promises. <laughs> I don't okay. remember any of the character names in this show because they're only around for one episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Half the time of this podcast, I've just been like, well, the killer says this, and then the victim says that. <laughs> well, for what it's worth, I don't think I've noticed. But All right. um, they say Williamson so much in this episode, it's yeah, hard this, not to Yeah, this get one it to they stick. stuck with me more. Yeah. They're also written down a lot because yes. they're like names around buildings and shit. So, um,. He wanted to talk to Mr. Markin, or is it Mr. Markman? Markham. Markham? Okay. Mark, yeah. Um, so he, he goes to Mr. Markham's office, um, and the door is locked, and the secretary is still there. So he, like, flashes his badge, and she lets him in. Um, and she's like, listen, he's not here. He's giving a lecture to his students at the university. Um, I'm just here, like, wrapping up the shift, you know? Uh, so he is looking around. Um, and just give you know giving the effusive praise of the of the killer, right? The classic Columbo yeah. move. Yeah, what an um, incredible man he is! Wow, and such wow, impeccable taste too? in classical music. Yeah, yeah. So he goes into the office and is looking around, is fucking with the desk, and uh, the secretary notices, like, hey, wait a fucking minute! I didn't say you could come in here. <laughs> yeah. Also, is looking at uh, the destroyed city thing. Yeah. And this is when he gets like, oh, you know, Bo destroyed this. Yes. Yeah. More more and more blood in the water for him. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's weird because like everyone, because Mr. Markham said that, oh, they got along, that he loved it and they got on great. Yeah. Yeah. Or he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So he, he lists the music collection, the classical music collection, too. Um, and then we go over to the actual uh, lecture hall. I do love him just sitting there listening to the classical music. You see, he gets lost in it every <laughs> he time. He gets lost in it for a minute. Secretary's like, really, dude? I want to go home. <laughs> I'm trying to leave the office. <laughs> uh, I, if, I feel like I could just go, you know, 
be here forever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at the lecture hall, yeah, he, like, this guy, in addition to being a, a full-time architect, teaches a college class on architecture. Yeah. Um, cool, I guess. Sure. Um, but yeah, he uh, he shows up, f- watches the end of the lecture, everybody leaves. He starts questioning him, and he's like, hey, I, uh, you know, I was at your office, and I, I can't help but notice that your model got smashed. I was wondering what happened there, and he's like, why do I feel like you already know what happened there, and you're just kind of asking me about it? And he's like, well, yeah, he's like, well, well I might overheard something about ah. Mr. Williamson smashing it. You got me. Yeah, Colombo clearly trying to get a story from this dude so he can be like, well, that's not what I heard. <laughs> right, yes. right. Uh, I appreciate that this guy is smart enough to not fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. This guy is pretty savvy. Yeah, he's like, if I think he could get away with it if he wasn't so pushy about the the pile, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think if he just dumps the body somewhere else, he gets away with this. But he can't dump the body anywhere it could be found. So right. Yeah, I, I really interesting setup for this thing. Yeah, it, um, yeah it's, it's good that this all comes down to a bluffing match at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah really basically. Good. Uh, but yeah, like, the lecture was also about like you know ah uh, you know the the pyramids were tombs and you know sometimes even the the builders were entombed beneath the pyramids and Columbo's like wow what a way to murder a guy don't you think? <laughs> Wouldn't that if, be the perfect listen, place to hide a body? If I was a murderer, that's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and the guy's like, are you calling me a murderer or not, man? Like, yeah. what, what are we doing here? It's no, like, no, no, talking no. Here. <laughs> I don't even think anybody got murdered. We don't have any reason to think that. That guy's yeah, probably just in Europe and no one can get a hold of him. Yeah, I mean, he he goes there all the time. You heard it from his wife. You heard it from his ex-wife. Also, like, this guy gets Columbo to help him clean the blackboards, but Columbo's too short He's to reach the top. He's too short to reach the top! <laughs> short king. Short king! <laughs> also, he leaves half of the blackboard unfinished, so I don't appreciate that. Just finish the fucking job, Columbo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This guy also keeps complaining that he wants to leave to go eat dinner, and Columbo's like, oh, I got some raisins. Yeah, you want some raisins? <laughs> That's such a good moment. <laughs> he just pulls out a little box of raisins. Like I got, I got some raisins. You want to, you want a sandwich? I got in my car. And he's like, "No, I would like to go." Home. Oh, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense too. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the next thing? Uh, or uh, the next thing is this, this is a long scene. scene. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he goes to the foreman of the um. Yeah. Yeah, of the place. Uh, and he, he's like, hey, you know what? Oh, does he get the... God, I forget. This is such a weird scene because I thought he got the story wrong or something. I don't know. But the, I, I the foreman tells is, him. What he gets from the foreman is that Mr. Williamson was, like, screaming at uh, Mr. Markham. Yeah. Like, there was yeah, some kind just of tension the other day. between them right before he disappeared. Yeah. And that they did not hatch it out. Okay, yes, I forgot the part where he said that they're hashing it out. Okay, so he did fuck up and lie about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then this is also where the- Columbo learns how the piles of the, uh, like, foundation work, where there are these giant concrete columns that, like, get poured and, you know, they're kind of like the cornerstones of the building or whatever. Yeah, and he, um, and there are... Uh, records for the piles, how long it took to build them, exactly what day it happened on, like yeah. any issues yeah. that arose during the the construction and all that. Um, but he's like, yeah, wow, cool process. Right. 
Uh, and then Columbo even has like a little one-liner at the end of this. Uh, I got a visit to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the and Markham's also like we get the the classic exchange of like, well, oh sure, you just so happen to be in the neighborhood, Columbo. You know what you should be doing is productively spending your time trying to hunt down you know Mister Williamson instead of harassing me. Yes. Every killer pulls that move. That's how you know they're the killer. Yeah. Uh, well, because, like, Columbo says to him, oh, I just, you're, I hear your talk made me interested in, uh, yeah. in, in architecture and buildings. I never really looked at a building before. <laughs> <laughs> I love the dumb guy shit Columbo's always saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I accidentally turned off the episode. Hang on. Oh, no. Oh no! Uh, then Columbo uh, has to go get a medical examination from Piglet from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes. this is uh, John Fielder, yeah, who did in fact voice Win- uh, Piglet from Winnie the Pooh. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, okay, I didn't it's, know that. Yep. It's it's kind of wild how many like classic cartoon voices were an actor just sounded like that, right? It's just they found a guy with a uh, weird or interesting voice. Like, well, you're a pig. <laughs> uh, he's also uh, in one of my favorite movies of all time, the original Twelve Angry Men. Yes, yeah, he's also there. And it's very funny to hear Piglet in like being one of the angry men. <laughs> he is probably the least angry man. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, listen to him. How could he be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Columbo goes down there and has like a little interview with the doctor. He's like, I, I really don't need this checkup, doc. Like, I'm just here to ask you some questions. And he's like, listen, and, motherfucker. Like, the doc's like, nope, I, I'm fucking checking. I am I'm billing you for this, goddammit. <laughs> what insurance do you have? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so he does a little examination and Columbo just asks some questions about the pacemaker. Um, I don't know if this is still the case with pacemakers, but he explains, like, the situation is he would need to come in at least once in a while to get the batteries on the pacemaker recharged, because otherwise it could kill him. And that like was the, what the appointment was for, so yes. it's so kind of a big deal to, to think he this. would skip it. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, they, they explain that whole thing, and then Columbo, like, pulls out one of his cigars, and he's like, you better not fucking smoke that in front of me. God damn it, you're going to kill yourself, doctor, Columbo. You dipshit. You stupid ass. And you want some advice from me? Stop like, smoking, fucko. I, do, I love that for the rest of the episode. Every time he takes such a cigar, he thinks twice. He's like, no, <laughs> never mind, I shouldn't. And for at least this episode, he stops yeah, smoking. It's really funny. <laughs> me and Chelsea can check out, what if he just doesn't smoke for the rest of the show? <laughs> they killed his cigar acting. <laughs> um, also, man, Peter Falk, he's looking good, man. He looks all right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he doesn't, that. yeah, we're seeing him without the trench coat, so you actually see his body. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, right, Peter Fox in there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he uh, he leaves, um, and who is in the uh, a lobby waiting for him but Goldie? Uh. <laughs> it's like, I told you it was fucked up. I looked away, I think I thought we cut away to Goldie's house, because this waiting room looks exactly like every other room. But no, yeah. she's just waiting for him outside the doctor's office. God, it's so funny. Why would it? it that is a ridiculous thing to do. Congrats. Yeah. I love her. And she's like, yeah, what is it going to take to make you believe that he's dead? His body? And it's like, well, technically, yes, that is kind of a requirement to prove a murder happened is the body. Right. Then smash cut to uh, Markham playing tennis with Jennifer. 
they never get into this at all. They're definitely fucking, right? Oh, 1,000%. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, it's kind of weird that they don't get into it, because he's obviously fucking her. Right. <laughs> or maybe they're like, it's obvious that he's fucking her, so we don't really need to talk about it. Right, right. Um, but yeah, so um, they they do some back and forth, and then uh, she like knocks a ball away, and it's a really bad shot, which puts her behind the place uh, where she finds one of Bo's bloody hats. Yeah. Uh, or one of Bo's hats that is bloody. And Markham's yes. both like, uh-oh, and what the... <laughs> yeah, because like, he's like, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that one wasn't me, so what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I know, yeah, because so. we don't know exactly, we, we don't see the moment of the murder, we don't know that, like, it's impossible for this to be real. You know, it, it's good. Right. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, did they? Did he shoot him in the head and he fucked up and somebody found the hat and put it somewhere? Or right. did he leave it here? Or does it yeah. make sense for him to have put it here? Yeah, so... Uh, is like actually trying to figure out like what the fuck is going on because he's like this isn't my fault but this is going to throw more suspicion on this whole situation yeah it just cuts to him like smoking really intensely just a close-up of him and then as it like pulls out Columbo's right next to him while he's like well let me come up with a perfectly reasonable explanation for this bloody hat of the guy I killed (laughs) He's like, bloody hat itself means next to nothing. And Columbo's like, well, it looks suspicious, don't you think? Uh, And he's like, well, we don't even know if he was wearing a hat when he was killed. And he's like, well, we don't, but come on. And Columbo's like, come on now. (laughs) Are you stupid? I've seen the man's car. He was wearing a hat. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, um, yeah, Jennifer goes and uh, goes and pulls his uh, army dog tags that he had uh, here still because it has his blood type on them. Yeah. Um, so they they run it and it matches the blood on the hat uh, that was found, and yeah, the blood type matches yeah. at least. Yes, and Markham is like, "How in the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening right now?" Scenes like this really highlight how the invention of DNA testing has ruined crime drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. get I away mean, with this kind of bamboozle anymore. I mean, they fuck it up enough that it's well, yeah, they fuck it up in weird, different ways. We're like, oh, yeah, but you can't write that anymore the because nobody was believes it. This person it. at the DNA test factory. Yeah, the I mean, like the worst part is like people think that that shit is like 100 percent accurate all the time, and you right. know, yeah, like, and now that he's just like at his office, just like fucking around and like being like, ugh, and the secretary is like. He's not in a bad mood. He doesn't have bad moods. He's just less happier than you, Joel. <laughs> yeah. What a bizarre thing to say. Yeah, his secretary, this secretary wa- also like wants to go down. Da- wants to fuck. <laughs> Th- this guy has like one Elon Musk style fangirl, and it's this secretary. <laughs> exactly. Also, yeah. who the fuck is this guy that came to see him at the office? He's just work for him or something. His look is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, a, a real rough haircut. Yeah, I don't mean to say incredible good. No, but. sure. <laughs> a challenging haircut. Very, very. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he's he's sitting in his office listening to classical music, really thinking about this whole fucking situation. Um, and then he thinks about it, and he's like, you know what? I need to see uh, Bo Williamson's will. Uh, I, I can't tell you why I need to. Yeah. 
but, but I do I need, need to see it. So, um, yeah, so he goes and confronts Goldie uh, and looks in her closet because uh, she had some of his hats still, uh, and there are two left over in there, and uh, he says, I got a hunch, there used to be three on that shelf. And she's like, oh, do you? Right, and because like, in the yes. will, well, most of his money does go into the trust he mentioned, 25% of it goes immediately to Goldie. That's so fucking funny, yeah. dude. So that's why which, she's so bent on proving he was murdered, because she gets the money then. Yeah, which, yep. yeah, also is like, oh, they're totally, like, still kind of together. Right. Yes, 100%. Well, it's also, also I love, of, like, what are you talking about, my guy? If she's wrong and he's just in Europe, then that's gonna get, that plan's gonna get figured out real fast. Yeah. Uh... Also, I love the little ruffles that she's got going on in this with, like, the sparkly waistcoat. This is an incredible look. It's a really good look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think she's had the same hairstyle in each scene. I think she's had different hair every yeah, scene. Yeah, no, she has. She has 70s fashion positive. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so they talk about t- uh, telling Lieutenant Columbo about the will, and Lieutenant Columbo instantly <laughs> Hello, appears. Like, Hello! <laughs> Hello, it's me, Lieutenant Columbo. You don't have to find me at all. I was standing right here. <laughs> How much did you hear that? Enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, he talks about how he spoke to the masseuse, uh, and, you know, Goldie has a cut on the back of her leg uh, that was not there yesterday. And, you know, sure enough, yeah. she has the same blood type as her ex-husband. Yeah. So, uh, did you plant that or not? And she's like, yeah, I fucking planted it because I wanted yeah. you to think it was a murder. Yeah, Columbo, like, just, like, goes up and like, hey, I am your friend. I think you should really tell the truth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, also, I just, I like the idea, like, Columbo was like, I need to interview this masseuse because she's... Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, she's part of this. I spoke to that nice Japanese girl that gives you the massages, and we had a hard time understanding each other, but we finally got there. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. At the at the end of this, um, there is something a little weird about. Yeah, not a little weird, but you know, she just has a servant that doesn't speak English. Yeah. From Japan. Yeah. Like you know, (laughs) gotta call it out. (laughs) Little suspect. Little seventies white people. Yeah. Um, I mean, like even in like the nineties and like the two thousands, like that was a big thing with like, especially like uh, Mexican landscapers. Right. I mean, yeah, that's even today. You know. Yeah. But I feel like it's specifically being like, oh, a Japanese woman. That feels very like it didn't go away in nineteen eighty or anything, but it's a very seventies thing to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. Um. Yeah. So Columbo also reveals. Listen, the blood on the hat is only 24 hours old, so gonna need you to tell me that you did it, because you did it. And she's yeah. like, I did it. And he's like, hey, by the way, Mr. Markham, can I borrow that will for an hour or two? <laughs> uh, and he's like, it belongs to Jennifer, so no. Like, oh, I'll take and it back like, oh, for her. I'll take it to her. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I can't say no to that, so I guess yeah, I'll it, just let a, you do it. It's another one of the classic Columbo's. Like, you're being nice, and doing something that I obviously wouldn't want to do if I was innocent. <laughs> right, right. Like, yes. I, the only reason I would have to refuse is if I was the killer, so sure. 
Yeah, and I think this is a fun situation because there has already been an episode where they could not talk about the will until it was read at, like, post-funeral. Right. Yes. Yeah, so, the, the, you know, that being available is kind of fun. I gotta um, imagine there's gonna be a lot of wills in this series as we go. Oh, probably, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, that is, I would say, 80% of every Poirot episode, too, is it's, just... I mean, listen, it's a show about dead rich people. There's gonna be yep. a lot of wills. There's gonna be a lot of wills. Um, uh, we cut back to, and also I'm just a sucker for like a non-standard, uh, location for the majority of a murder. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. And so all of this like happening in this, what seems to be an actual construction site. Yeah. Pretty yeah, cool. That's, It's again, pretty cool. Always a fun thing about seeing stuff from this time. Like, you can't fake this. They don't have like no. technology to fake it. You gotta actually yeah. drive down to a construction site and film there. Yeah, and it's better for it. So, uh-huh. yeah, that's a shame. Um, anyway, uh, so they uh, he <laughs> calls Columbo a tick. Yeah, because well, like, Columbo is wa- is walking in front of uh, <laughs> in this front guy. Of his car. Yeah, talking to the foreman, and like he's just like, burr, burr. and Columbo also says that he's never heard of a tick. <laughs> a what? Never heard of one of those before. <laughs> Only removed with extreme prodding. <laughs> ah, what a creature. And then this guy goes, there, there we go over there, pile D3. What? Oh, that that's, if I buried a body here, that's where I would have had to do it, right? You know, disappeared two nights ago. This is it. Yeah, this is the one. And, and yeah, Columbo goes into the, no, I wouldn't call you a murderer. Yeah, but uh, I will dig it up if you are uh, telling me to. So, and uh, the the <laughs> the next ten minutes of this episode are bureaucracy. This I what I love that Columbo is like just screaming at him over like the sound of the construction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I love all this bureaucracy bullshit. Yes. The bureaucracy bullshit is great. I did, again. I just love the fucking poker match of like. Well, if that's where you buried the body, you wouldn't tell me to look there. He goes, unless I'm just bluffing and, like, just trying to dare and you to not dig it up. Yeah. Um, the other thing that gets revealed in this scene is that the money does go to the trust. Columbo finds out that the money goes to the trust because he looked right. at the will. And he's like, yeah. you know, that's uh, funny because that would be enough for her to live on, but not enough to fund your project because right. she gets the interest from the trust and, and the guy's like well yeah. there you go i don't have a murder to, i don't have a motive to kill him i need that money he's like no 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 you have a motive to kill him in a way that makes it seem like he might be alive yes because legally yeah. he's not dead until we have a body i and i just think this episode's so smart <laughs> yeah it is yes. it's it's very and well put together if there's no body he's still technically alive just missing right yeah. Then she has full control of the money and she can spend it on your city. Right. And he's like, uh, oh, I didn't think you'd think of that. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> hmm. But yeah, all of this, you know, we've talked we've talked a lot about like Faye Columbo. Right. <laughs> this is Columbo at his most realist where he just has to stay in line for a bunch of hours. <laughs> it's uh, so good. You know he could flash that badge. You know he could, but he doesn't. He's respectful. He's This is not his place. I feel like if he tried to flash that badge, I feel like he that badge has no power here. That man with the sandwich has all the cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's getting beat to death by a baguette if he tries that shit. Right. Uh, I also just really love, like, uh, 
come about like, like do you know how much that would cost to do that and the guy goes like to dig up this and he just goes you know how much that would cost and club is like i'm asking you <laughs> I'm asking you. Well, you've got to go over to this other long hours long line and get a different document to figure that out. And did you get the permission from your superiors? Uh, what now? <laughs> permission from my who? Right. Uh, yeah. So. And so, yeah, he eventually comes back after waiting in the second long line. And there's no line here because it's lunch hour. Right. <laughs> it's really good. Come back in an hour. For a se- when Columbo just looked destroyed by this, I thought this man like gave him a look and was gonna be like, "Oh, all right," but no. But no, <laughs> yeah. he has to wait. This man stops lunch for no one, not even Columbo. It's union mandated. <laughs> yeah, this is listen. This is a city job, okay? This is fucking Lucy Twin Peaks. I'm Sheriff Truman. I'm not here. I am not here. Do not talk to me. I am eating a sandwich. <laughs> He just, like, fucking Charlie Brown shuffles out of yeah. the office. We used to be a fucking country. We used to tell cops to fuck off during the lunch hour. Uh, yeah, Columbo but, yeah. really gets put through the ringer on this one. <laughs> he really does. Thankfully, he gets put through the ringer on purpose. It goes through the ringer on purpose, but damn, it really you looks know, bad got, for him. You know, the, he's got the thing where he keys too short to reach the blackboard. This guy's being mean to him. It's just, it's just, Columbo has a bad time. They dig up the pile and there's no body. Nothing there. There's a really long sequence of Columbo just sweating it out while they're digging up the pile. Yeah, I do think they kind of ran out of stuff to do here for a little bit. Oh, I kind of love it. Just the, like, fucking, again, it's like the game of chicken of, like, is the body actually under there and this guy's gonna break as they continue? And, like, he's just betting on Columbo not going this far. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wish it was a little shorter, but I, I'm with you. I like the game of chicken where they're all looking at each other and we have to look at all these shirtless guys try and, like, do welding on this concrete. <laughs> the shirtless guys are great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Union I, I, I saw a clip of uh, They Live recently, and it's just, yeah, like, just Roddy Piper, uh, you know, just fucking taking off that shirt. <laughs> I like the idea that you're proposing, Molly, that the union fought to let them work shirtless, goddammit. Yes, I believe that in my heart. <laughs> it's not safe, but goddammit, it's so hot. <laughs> when they, when, you know, bosses, uh, you know, try to union bust and say that the union will take the shirt off your backs. Right. These guys <laughs> took it as a positive. Right. <laughs> these guys were like, thank God. We work in L.A. We can't be doing this with all of these clothes on. Yeah. Do you know how fucking hot it gets down here? Yeesh. Uh, but yeah, just all of, uh, uh, like, just Columbo, tr- like, acting like he's, like, terrified that this isn't going to work. Uh, you have the press coming down. I love because this big got- TV camera guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's got, like, a huge battery pack on his back. Because uh, he's, like... Mr. Markham leaked oh. the story to the press because he wants them all to see what a fool Columbo is for suspecting him. Yeah, and he wants to make it a big deal that the police are looking for a body and then don't find one. Right. Yeah, and it makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, Goldie comes in and is great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lieutenant, there you are. Stay right there because I'm going to love you to death. <laughs> <laughs> Hope Mrs. Columbo doesn't find out about this. When she gives him a little peck on the cheek on the, on the oh mouth. Oh my god. You think she's that jealous? I don't know. I don't know either. 
<laughs> Dangerous times for collective Lieutenant Columbo. Uh, and yeah, she's just like, I thank you so much for go here for doing this. I I know that I knew that you'd believe me. Uh, and then she tries to like have you know a, a, a you know toe to toe conversation with this guy. And he's like, eh, I don't have to worry about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not part of this, so. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Listen, eventually... you may be right, but you have no power. <laughs> yeah, so eventually we, we finish up with all this stuff, and sure enough, there is nobody down there, so... Right. Yeah. yeah, this was, like, when they were, like, moving this giant thing, I'm like, they had to actually do that. Yeah. Yeah. They had to yeah. jackhammer apart a huge concrete column. Fucking rules, man. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, there's nobody. body. He's just like... And Columbo's just like, oh, well, I guess I'm fired. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. I'm fired. And Goldie's like, ah, we'll get him next time. Yeah, Goldie's really nice because she's like, I'll get you a drink. And, you know, like, you know, listen, if, if you need anything, just call me. <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm fine. Oh, yeah, it's all right. I'll, uh, I'll work it out. And meanwhile, uh, yeah. this was part of fucking Markham's plan all along. Yes, because if somebody else digs up the pile, he can go bury the body there and nobody would look there twice. Right, Columbo's burnt all of his fucking goodwill. He can't do it again. I truly think uh, this is a, it's just such a good a good idea. This is yeah, one I, of the better plans a murderer has had. <laughs> uh, what what when did he start coming up with this plan? Was it like instant? Like was it something that he knew going into the murder? I think he had or, to have right. He had to have it because he has to hide this body in such a way that it will yeah. never be found. Yeah, or at yeah, least so, will not be found during his career. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, it, it's probably he was just trying to... Uh, when Columbo started mentioning the pillars, he's like, oh, thank God, this is going right as I, like exactly the way I want it. I imagine, like, in the like if this went off without a hitch and Columbo didn't even make it that far, just like, well, I'll dump him into the last pile they pour. Yeah, they're still pouring them, so yeah. no big yeah, deal. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah, this this just works out no matter what, even if it goes so bad. But he stuffs the body in his trunk, and he's just he is pleased as a pig in shit, just driving yeah. down the highway in the middle of the night. And then he gets a flat tire, and a cop pulls him over. And I they had me going. I was like, is this cop gonna be the one that fucking busts him? Come on, Columbo deserves it though. Yeah, this so he goes back to pick up the body is the big problem with uh with getting pulled over. Right. So he's got the flat tire. The uh, cop's like, "Oh, well, here, pop the trunk. I'll help you change out the the spare." And you just like see him going, "Uh, oh." Yeah. Uh fun fact, this is uh the car that he's driving is the same car that Ken Franklin drove. <laughs> uh in Murder by the Book. Great. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh I love this because the first time around, it's like the tension of it is really good. It's fucking, this guy's just become fucking light Yagami. <laughs> yeah. But then yes. on this rewatch, as we're talking, I was like, this cop's in on it. Columbo is like hiding in a bush 10 feet away watching, and he's loving this. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, it doesn't matter if I catch him here or at the site. Right. But like, I just want to see if this guy is going to like be able to his way out of this. Yeah, uh, and he because does. he sa- he says that his uh, tire is uh, deflated. His, yeah, so. his spare is deflated. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm just gonna have to wait for a tow truck. But thank you very much, officer. You're so nice. Uh, 
Yeah, and then the second the cop is out of sight, he just pulls the... He pulls that tire really easily, and, like, I feel like that's not how it works. Like, I... Maybe I'm just a weakling, but I could never pull a tire that quick, like that. It's, yeah, well, you've it's, never been driven by a murderer's panic. That's true. <laughs> I, I've, I've changed a few tires. You know, when I, listen, I was younger and still had testosterone in my body, so it was much sure. easier at the time. Yeah. Yeah. But he drives down to the construction site, ready to dump the body in the, the hole. But wouldn't you know it, Columbo and all of the police are waiting for him. <laughs> I told Ashley, there is yes. nothing better. Then when you get to a scene and all the police turn on all the floodlights on you, <laughs> that's yeah, like cinema. What, what used to be a like previously extremely dark and you know secretive scene, all the lights come on and you're found out. <laughs> yeah, I also love he's listening to the classical music the whole way here just to drive that home again. And yeah, it's it's so fucking good, man. Yeah, yeah, and I, his reaction is like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> yeah, he's like. <laughs> There's no way I can, like, talk my way out of this one. Yeah. He's like, the body is in my car. And, you know, I'm here at the place where I made a big deal of, you know, them already digging it up. Yeah. Uh, And he just kind of does, like, the thing that's happened a few times where he just goes... It was pretty good, though, right? <laughs> yeah, and Columbus was like, no, it was really good. You were doing really good, except ah, that music thing, though. That bugged me. <laughs> Just can't bug Columbo. He'll yeah. never stop. Yeah. And, yeah, he, like, and, like, the guy's like, he, I should have kept it in the, like, he's like, oh, yeah, I kept it in the stable house. Uh, Columbo's and... like, ah, gee, I never would have looked there. <laughs> well, he, he, what he says, like, the guy's like, uh... Like, oh, I should have just kept it there for longer. And the guy just goes, and Columbo just goes, bodies have a way of surfacing. Right. We would have found it. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 this was the right idea. You just fucked up because you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, because I'm better than you. <laughs> but... <laughs> I love that he's that complimenting me? him on what a good murder plan he had as he's putting him in the car. <laughs> the guy's like, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's. I almost kind of get the feeling that Columbo is actually somewhat impressed. Right, but this guy's like, he's having none of it. He's like, just, yeah, he's just like, just fucking take me to jail. Uh, and yeah, I just, I love the, the last, he is about to light a cigar, just goes, <sighs> and throws on the ground, yeah. steps it out. Yeah. And we get a long shot of all the cops driving away as Columbo's just in this, uh, gets into the back, and we're just still in this giant hole of a building. Uh-huh. Yeah. Strong Columbo. So yeah. this might be top two. Now that we've talked about it, I'm like, man. Yeah, it's, it's just really such good. a well-constructed thing. It's fucking good. I think it's yeah. really well-constructed. It doesn't quite have the same highs as some of the, like, I think it's prescription murder. Like, this guy doesn't break ever, which is good. In, but, like, you know, you never have the really satisfying moments of being like, well, uh, yeah, sure, but it's your word against mine, Columbo. Wait, you caught me? What? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, there are, like, and it's a different style of episode yeah. where Columbo, like, the villain is much bigger. Uh-huh. Uh, but this one, I think, is a gr- excellent Columbo episode in just terms of the mystery, how it's constructed, and how it uh, plays out. I think this is maybe the best mystery construction they've had so far. Yeah. Yeah, also the fact that we 
like know who murdered who, but we don't see it. Yeah. Is a great way for all those red herrings that we later that, get. That gives yes. them a lot of latitude to do different stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we know who killed who, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, would you like some questions? Sure. Sure. Uh, all right. I accidentally said that the Bo killed the guy. Bo was the killer rather than the other way around because I was like, yeah, I remember what this episode is. I'll watch it after I make the post. Uh huh. <laughs> and I was brave. Wrong. Yeah. Uh, from at Charles and Blunt, uh, would you rather play the murderer or direct an episode of Columbo? Play the murderer. I'd rather play the murderer. You kidding yeah. me? You kidding me? Come on. Like, listen, I, yeah, I, I've directed things in the past and like, it would be amazing to direct Peter Falk and some alternate world, but it's just would be so fun to play the murderer. It would be more fun to act with Peter Falk. Yes. Uh, from at Crash Pants, Columbo went to the quarry. He's Tokusatsu now. <laughs> I wouldn't call this a quarry. No, it's not, but I appreciate the attempt. <laughs> yeah. Crass made that really great Photoshop of uh, one more thing. Henshin. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, from actual Fox Lexi, what's the coolest building you've ever been in? Ooh, coolest building. Oh, that I've ever, ever been, been in? in? I, I actually legitimately really like the... Uh, the Seattle con- uh, Conference Center. That one, that is a cool building. Yeah, it's a cool building. Um, cool. Oh, man. That's a toughie. I'm trying to think of uh, cool buildings I've been to. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I do like Sears Tower in Chicago. Sure, sure. I mean, it's just big building, but it's cool. Right. Uh, yeah, I get my answers. Um, There's a bowling alley I went to when I was visiting my grandparents that has like a uh, the volcano on top of it. I mean that is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's called Lava Lanes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I I looked up uh, coolest buildings, <laughs> uh, and one of them is that uh, building in Singapore that has a like deck across three different skyscrapers. That is pretty cool. Yeah. That uh, that also just kind of scares me. Yeah, that sounds right. horrifying, but it is kind of cool conceptually, but I would never go there. I would die. Yeah, yeah. It looks like some it looks like a kaiju like put a boat on top of three buildings. That's pretty neat. What if you just had like a skyscraper that was just all transparent? That'd be kind of cool, but also horrifying. Like also, the forest I, transparent too? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's that's part of the building from uh, Memoirs of Invisible Man. Uh, yeah. Also, I think it would logistically be a, like illegal. Oh, almost certainly, yes. Also, a nightmare to keep clean. Yeah, and also you're gonna be seeing like um, all the plumbing and electricity and shit. So like, it's not gonna be as cool as you're imagining it. Oh, when you said a deck, you meant a boat. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I later said that it's like a boat yeah. on top of three buildings. That yeah, is I a just, cool building. You know, when you said a deck, that's what I put in my brain at first. Right. That's, I was trying to find a good way to explain it, and I was not coming up with good ones. Yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's, listen, that's cool. That's a cool building. It is. I don't think I've uh, ever been in a building that cool. 
Oh, wait, I went to uh, the giant wicker basket building. That's the coolest one I've been in. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, from uh, Pentmon, Jonathan, one take Frakes as the villain of the week. What's his murder? How's he fuck up? <laughs> I think uh, he fucks up the scene. Yeah. <laughs> Frakes would be a good killer, though. Yeah, he would Yeah, be. I bet he would. Like, I'm, I'm not good enough to come up with a Columbo plot right off the top of my head. Yeah. But I, I do enjoy the mental image of Jonathan Frakes as a Columbo killer. I, I had seen this question earlier, and I thought it was, what what is his crime, and how does he fuck up? And I was going to make the very good joke of, well, his crime was making cr- clock stoppers, and how he fucked up was making clock stoppers. <laughs> he did make clock stoppers. Uh, the most mid-2000 soundtrack of all time. Uh-huh, yeah. Yep. Uh, just Jonathan Frakes telling Columbo, you think I'm the murderer? That's fake. You made it up. <laughs> it's fiction. Pure fiction. It's not true. <laughs> I'm going to watch that video again. It's after a good video. <laughs> Who was the cowboy? We don't know. I think one of my favorite captions of that is, uh, questions to ask the dm after you're done yes. with the, yeah. the season you ever just go wandering under a clear blue sky <laughs> i like the one that uh cuts it to half speed and says now it just sounds like a drunk guy at a bar talking to you <laughs> who was that <laughs> who was that uh jonathan frakes a legend uh uh tears quinley uh Says that uh, Bo reminds him of uh, Doug Dimmadome, the owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadome. He does look like Doug Dimmadome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadome. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he doesn't have the rounded hat at the top. Yeah. It, like, just, like, and especially in the shot I posted, it, like, just, like, cuts off. So it looks like you could easily edit it so that it is <laughs> a huge hat. Uh, uh, what cartoon do you... Uh, what you want to have could actually pull off a Columbo cameo. Oh, oh like a cartoon character? Yeah. Or or a cartoon that has like a Columbo character like appear in it. Sure, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, uh I would be surprised if there wasn't an episode of Johnny Bravo with a Columbo parody. Yeah, that seems That's that show's speed. Yeah. I was, like, recently thinking about that. Like, what a weird, like... What a weird cartoon. (laughs) All right, here's my pitch. He's, like, a 1950s greaser guy, but he always hits on people like... Hits on women like Elvis, and then they beat him up all the time, and sometimes he hangs out with Scooby-Doo. Yeah. And also, also, he loves his mom. Oh, yeah. He loves his mom. Yeah, he loves his mom, and has, like, a, a... a like nerd neighbor that he always is around and well Carl came later that was part of like the revamp hmm hmm I'm learning that I don't know very much about Johnny Bravo because I hated that show as a child the core cast was just Johnny Bravo his mama and Susie and then later they added Carl and Pops yeah Pops basically just being Mr. Krabs yeah uh, I, I I ended up looking about the creator of uh of Johnny Bravo, mm-hmm. uh, who 
uh, was born in Manila, huh. uh, in the Philippines. So yeah, he's Filipino. Uh, and his initial thing was he made a uh, short animated, an animated short about three Elvis impersonators, and then that transformed into Johnny Bravo. Okay, sure, okay, yeah, sure. yeah. Which like I was like, okay, I could start yeah. to see like where this came from, right? Uh, no, that, like that mid nineties was a good time to be getting an animation degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you're Gendy Tarkovsky's age. You're 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 looking all right for a career for a while. I was trying to. There's. Uh, oh yeah, Lupin the Third has uh, Boloco, who is the son of Columbo. Right. Yes, I've seen this. Wait, what show is this? Loop on the third. Loop oh, on it's kind of like a kid Columbo. Uh, he rides a skateboard. Yeah, <laughs> and acts like Columbo. Uh, his name is an anagram of Columbo. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've got a, I've got a picture of him here. Columbo, Detective Conan crossover. Oh, now yeah, we're c- talking. Yeah, because also yeah, uh, this. He later appeared in a Detective Conan slash Lupin movie. Great. That's like, I also like, that's around when they were like making Indiana Jones Jr. and James Bond Jr. Right, yeah. Just a real... So that's just what I imagine Columbo Jr. ass. Yeah. yeah. God, James uh, Bond Jr. I had that fucking uh, SNES game. It sucked. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, final question from Scar Trump. If you had to wear a signature outfit forever like a cartoon, would it have a hat and what kind? No. Giant's hat. Next question. I'm not a hat person. Uh, I would probably just, like, have a simple, like, dad hat. Because mm-hmm. that's what they're called now. Well, uh, I hate that. I know, but it's like... I feel like there's about three are... different hats that that could be. It, it's like the, the normal baseball hat. Okay. A lot of baseball hats are the flat brim now. Sure. I was talking about sort of the duck bill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those, like, in stores, those are now called dad hats. I'm, I'm against the flat bill. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm against I think it. I, we like may have wa- I think we may have lost that war, Molly. <laughs> oh, no, we did, but... Okay, yeah. It, it lives on in my heart, because I like baseball. Right. Yeah. Uh, and... Like, if the animators wanted to have fun and didn't care about their personal time, it would say a different thing every episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it would probably just be like a red hat. Just looking like a Ness ass. I'm surprised <laughs> it wouldn't be your, your spiked Yuri hat. I, yeah, I I do love the Yuri hat, but it's... You, you've hung up your Yuri hat. Yeah, it, it's... <laughs> I, I don't feel a connection as much to it anymore. Right, therein lies the problem with having a permanent hat as part of your wardrobe. Yeah, also, that'd be just hell to draw. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's it for questions. All right, Luke, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other podcasts I do on AudioEntropy.com, primarily Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast. I GM two different interweaving uh, campaigns, Idol on Disco and Idol on Ska, both about mystery-solving teens in the 70s and the 90s, respectively. 
It's a good time. It's a good show. Great time to jump on right now. Good shit's it very happening. Much is yeah, a lot um, of good stuff going on. Me and Crystal also recorded another episode of Show Me the Bat Cave about Man of Steel, a movie she kind of likes and a movie I thought was shit from a butt. <laughs> he doesn't want to save him from hit up uh, Superman to save him from the tornado. She was trying to convince me that was good. <laughs> I, I've seen a lot of arguments of how that scene is good. Yeah. Or, not even uh, good, that it makes sense. <laughs> I could maybe hear makes sense more. I, I can't. I mean, like... I, yeah, like, I, I don't think I would agree with it, but sure. I can be like, alright, I can see the way that you're viewing this that makes it make sense to you. Yeah, yeah. But... What a moment. What a moment in cinema history. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ashley, where can I find you on the internet? You can find me at URLA Brown with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at a patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. I'm sick of waiting. Fucking do it. Uh, you can find me on the internet at your from Y-E-R, uh, on all the social media websites that I use. I'm not going to tell you which ones, though. Um, you can find me at audioentropy.com, I need mail.com, the second best game.club. We'll be recording about uh, Oberdin soon, so you could uh, always send us an email to journal updated. You know, just talk about Oberdin. It's fucking yeah. cool. Um. You can uh, go to audioentropy.com, hit the donate button in the upper right-hand corner, give us a little money for hosting on the website. Appreciate it if you could do that. Uh, thank you, everybody, who will. Um, and uh, leave us a review where you can put reviews and tell people our show is good and watch Columbo with us. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's it. We're moving on to season two next time. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw what episode and it's one I like, so. Fuck yeah. I'm yeah. happy. Yeah. Yeah. I, there's uh, a part of me that's dying to know when we're getting to the fucking uh, uh, Patrick McGowan. But where's th- Patrick McGowan? But the rest of me is like, no, no, do not look it up. Let it be a surprise. Let yeah. the because you will feel such joy I when will. you see guest star Patrick McGowan. Oh, I will pop off like I've never popped off before. <laughs> I love that guy. God, imagine if we didn't know <laughs> that he was on this show at all. Yeah. I lose my fucking mind. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I would like run out of my house and do a lap around the block. <laughs> I would go absolutely ape shit. <laughs> I I was thinking about the prisoner recently. Yeah, I was like, man. Hey, you know prisoner. it's a pretty fucking good TV show. The prisoner. Yeah. Prisoner. They uh, another Nia a friend of mine is uh finished, just finished watching it today. Ooh. Ooh. That's that's fucking TV, baby. The arm bone is connected to the knee bone. That is so. No, it's not. No, it's not. But I was gonna agree with you just for the sake of the. (laughs) I did. I did think to myself. Luke just said the arm bone is connected to the knee. But that you know what? Give it to him. Yes, the shin bone. Shin bone. Um, Ashley. Until next time. One more thing. Uh, the person in front of you moved. Um, it's we're, we've been in this line for uh, two hours now. <laughs> can you can you move up a bit? I just oh yeah, no, sorry, sorry. Hurt. Excuse yeah. me, excuse me. Thank you. I can't help Thank but you. notice that the six shooter on your card it keeps disappearing, and I don't know why that is. <laughs>
Jin, if the people are different, me, I would have welded that in place so it couldn't move. See, it was, well, see, the thing is, uh, I was just wondering, is it loaded? <laughs> All right. I don't know what this is. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, bye. Bye. <laughs>